1: have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in,
0: in control frank candid and straight to the point
1: well it's just a skewed uh system of course it is it's a lot but, of judgment but, but answer my and question and though should we let people what? go should we let people go like let's just forget about bail altogether and if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up, nah
2: ah, 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 ah,
1: <laughs> if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you They can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house.
0: This is the truth of the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city
1: of Milwaukee. He's a young man, give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the Common Council president and the county council.
0: Show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. A three three two one two one zero one seven. I gotta, I gotta holler at hey uh, Spike Lee. Like what? Number one, what is he saying? To why would I care? Anyway, so before the break, we were talking about. Um, All sorts of things that had to do with how you live your life in Milwaukee and things that are going on. And so I just wanted to ask. How do you feel about interracial marriage? So a recent Gallup poll, this is from News1.com, a recent Gallup poll measuring public opinion on interracial marriage Is everything wrong with opinion polling on people's rights? Axios reported that approval for interracial marriages was at an all-time high, with 94% of Americans supporting the unions. Axios also noted a Pew Research study that found in 2019 interracial couples made up 11% of all married couples and 19% of newlyweds. Gallup began asking the question in 1958, nine years before the landmark Loving v. Virginia or Loving versus Virginia case that struck down anti-miscegenation laws, which basically said that interracial marriages were no longer illegal. But why the pollster still asks this question 55 years later remains unclear. Well, why isn't it unclear? I don't know. Wanting to take a temperature check on society makes sense. But News One says in this opinion piece, a Gallup article interpreting the findings did acknowledge that people simultaneously thought civil rights for black people have not improved and new civil rights laws are actually needed. Like what? What new civil rights laws do we need? 833-212-1017 is the number. We have greater acceptance of interracial marriage. It's already legal, so why would that be a factor? But then racism is still present. Why are we equating one and the why are we even lumping these together? Why are we putting these together? Um A July CNN article pointed out that other indicators show white Americans still believe that having too many black people in the neighborhood will (laughs) decrease property values. And the article also noted the reaction of white parents to school diversity, with some withdrawing their students if too many black children enroll, connecting diversity with diminished academic quality, even though there are a number of black schools that are outstanding schools and outstanding school districts. It goes on to say the jury's still out on whether interracial marriage helps improve understanding between the races and increase overall equality. So what are your thoughts? 833-212-1017 is the number. It's odd to me that someone would say leaving that right intact and untouched. I don't think you can undo that. I mean, you know, the abortion thing was different from two people getting married. That's just me. I, I, I believe that if you love them, you marry them. And my preference is one thing, but you're you. You make those decisions. But I don't think racially... That should matter. It's never bothered me. Does it bother you? 833 Are we? I thought in the 21st century we were beyond that. Giving somebody the side eye for being in an interracial marriage. Why does that even matter? And they make a really good point. Why is Gallup still asking this question? That's like asking, should black women wear braids in their hair when they go to work? It's already been given. 2001. Supreme Court ruling. So what exactly are we doing? Like, are we going to lose that right now? Hey, by the way, um, you got to take them braids out your hair. Remove your weave. Granted, black women are not the only. Do men wear weaves, too? Men wear weaves, don't they? Braids and all that. You know, braids and all that, but that's just kind of strange. Talking Texans says interracial marriage. They came to realize they were not wanted as they could. I don't understand what it is you're saying. Interesting. Interesting. 833-212-1017 Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. I think that what happens is, um, I, think I'll, I think I'm going to eventually address that, Spike Lee, so we'll, we'll get back to it. But interracial marriage is just that. It's marriage. So I don't think it's an issue. I don't think it should be an issue. And if the families can't deal with it, okay, I'm not. I'm not (laughs) going. Oh Lord, Bob from Illinois, you're the you're on the new 1017. The truth. What's up?
2: Uh, Hello, uh, Doctor uh, Ken. The thing that's most important to me is they have. Black and white have mm-hmm. beautiful kids. Right? Black people have beautiful kids. Right? White people have beautiful kids. Okay. And if they can have kids, that's all that matters. Now, there is one thing that uh, trips me out. The fact that Kamala Harris, the vice president, married a white man, so she may have allowed a lot of black woman, probably would feel, that she married him because... She wanted to evade herself from any problems marrying a black man because there's a lot of problems. Now, maybe I, I don't know. That, I don't believe that. I don't know. She just probably loves him and that's it. But that's why she When I don't believe she wanted the main reason she'll never be president because of that. You know, a lot of people feel that way really? uh, about. Yeah, they evaded. Why marry a black man? I don't have to go through all that problems. They might have problems. They don't have it the way it should be. And If I'm there, I I eliminate all the problems by marrying a white man. Now, I'm not saying that's true about Kamala Harris or anybody. Uh I'm just saying I just don't think she'll get elected because that's for one reason she won't ever get elected, you know, but, uh Doctor, uh, I feel, hey, they can actually have kids, a black and a white person, that eliminates racism, anything else, or whatever. They can have human, beautiful kids like black people and like white people. Okay. That's my conclusion, sir. All right. Thank you much. All right. All right. <laughs> I don't... A...
1: I don't get the kids thing. Um, Interesting. 833-212-1017 is the number. LT said, I date interracially and internationally. I haven't dated an American in 10 years. Okay. Well, it's like, what, like 168 countries or or something? I don't know what it is. Wow, that's that's a lot of go around. Wayne said, "Please screen callers, Doctor Ken." What does that mean? What exactly do you mean? If you call, I let you talk. How can we can? Why you why you hating on Bob? Why you hating on Bob? What's up with that? Your point of view may not be agreed with. Your point of view may not even be acceptable. Your point of view may not even be appreciated. But it's respected. It's your point of view. And we can either agree to disagree or we can argue our side or discuss our side, however you want to do it and be done. But what we can't do is not let people on the air because we don't think they should be on the air. I don't I don't know if that's cool at all. Talking text line 414803 says, I believe single black women have issues with interracial marriages. So before I begin, what are you? What is your race? What is your gender? Um, I believe single professional black women have issues with interracial marriages, in particular professional black men with white women. I feel black women feel this takes away from who they can date. Okay? I have to acknowledge that I have believed that for a while because I've seen how black women react when they see black men with a woman that's not black. And so, my question then is well, Isn't that a form of racism?
0: You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. Emmett Not said, I don't date white women because I believe in black power. Can you help me with one versus the other? Like, what does that mean? Do you, like, lose your blackness because you married a white woman? Like, what exactly are you saying? Because I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense to me. That don't make any sense. Eight oh eights in Heartbreak said in other words, she's very easy to force the Green New Deal on the black folks complete Detriment if her own father don't respect her politics, how could any black man? So you base your politics on that's too hard to decipher. Let me me go back. Kamala Harris can get elected just by continuing to speak in nonsense (laughs) dumb rhetoric and keep looking sexy. Kamala Harris by not taking a common sense black agenda assures her viability. In other words, she is very easy to force the Green New Deal onto black folks' complete detriment if her own father doesn't Respect her politics. How could any black man read the whole comments? <laughs> I had to go back and read it. Relax. E332121017 <sighs> is the number. Wayne said, Dr. Ken, that was my exact point. We hold our white counterparts to a higher stand. Okay, let me stop. Let me let, nope, let me let me finish reading. Let me finish reading. Let me listen. Dr. Ken, that was my exact point. We hold our white counterparts to a higher standard when it comes to unconscious racism. Just because it comes from someone that looks like you and it's about someone, your own race, or anyone, for that matter, doesn't mean that it's not archaic and thought and racist. OK? Now, you do know some black people argue that black people can't be racist because they don't have the power that comes behind racism. That's not necessarily my argument, but that has been said. Um, Okay. Let me get back. When black women, this is from Derek on the talking text line, when black women see a black man with a white woman, they don't like it, but they don't want the black man (laughs) themselves. What is that? Uh, I'm not going to jump in that one. That's a fight I can't argue because I'm married to a black woman. Um, If you believe in black power, you believe in the black family, which is made up of black men and women and children. (laughs) Is that the only way to have black power? Are you saying that a black man married to a white woman doesn't have black power? Or doesn't believe in his own race. Like are you saying that you negate your entire life. By marrying someone of a different race. Or nationality. That doesn't make any sense to me. That sounds racist. Well. And then somebody I'm talking to Texas. I said that sounds like a nationalist trait. Well I'm a nationalist. I think. I'm I'm for American exceptionalism, right? I think America is the greatest country in the world. I think you would have to because that's what it was when I was growing up in school. I didn't have the opportunity to have the Internet and see other things. I could only take what was in the book that was taught to me by my teachers. So in my brain, it was wired. You love America. You support America. You're a nationalist, right? But. That was retracted to sounds like a black nationalist trait. Well, indeed it does. You can't talk black, but I love white. I don't understand your point. Help, help me out. 833-212-1017. Clarence Thomas has already suggested the Supreme Court reconsider Oberfeldt and Hodges, which essentially legalized same-sex marriage. Who's to say Supreme Court won't reconsider Loving v. Virginia? Um, I think what they're trying to do is override. um, I think what they're trying to do is and this this is an issue I have with some people, right, with 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 some conservatives. I think they eschew federalism. Because they want to live in a state where the whole state looks like them, some, some of them, not all of them. So they want to make everything look like them. They want everything heterosexual. They want everything predominantly white. They want everything for them. And so if you do it in a state, then you can live in a state and then you can pass a law. And so federalism tends to cause them to really not want to um, allow the federal government to come in and do anything because then you can go to your state, pass a law, and say, hey, from now on, we don't do that. The, The federal principle or system of government is something that I think with our constitutional division of power, Is good. But when you try to get rid of that and have less government and the states want to do what they want to do, I think there's some rights that supersede the state, because if that's the case, then we should overturn Miranda. Miranda v. Arizona, that gives people the right to remain silent. Anything you say can it will be used against your court of law. have the right to an attorney. If you can't afford one, one will be appointed for you. Do you understand? We should get rid of that too then, right? If we're going to get rid of federalism, we're going to get rid of all these things. You can't cherry pick. Oh, let me see. It's race. Yeah, we'll do that. It's this. Yeah, we'll get rid of that. Oh, this one I like. We'll keep. No, we can't do that. And, And I think it's unfortunate that people even think that way. It's unfortunate that people actually think that it's okay. In essence, uh, let me finish this. P.S. If they overturn that one, then Defense of Marriage Act goes into effect. It was never repealed, just negated by SCOTUS. In essence, these things need to be codified to avoid SCOTUS' fickle nature. Nope, absolutely not. Don't codify it. Some things don't need to be codified because then once you do it, In the future, if you want to change it, then you have to have a constitutional convention. That's why we have the Supreme Court, so that we can bypass something. Some things are just right to do. Civil rights was just right to do. People agree who gets civil rights, but the Civil Rights Act was the right thing to do. Had we waited to try to codify that, we'd still be waiting for a constitutional convention to occur, to put it in the Constitution. We'd still be waiting. I think what we miss is I think we're assuming that black people don't have the power to stand up and protest when something's wrong. I don't think you'll be able to overturn the Civil Rights Act. That's just me. But I don't think that's going to happen. Because when you try to do it, I'll just point to the Constitution and say, if you get rid of that, I still got this. And the Constitution shows me as being whole. Some people will argue that. Some people will be upset by me saying that. But in the end, what's it going to take? What will it take? And that's why I say this, this, this last quarter of the year is going to be interesting with the election with what's going on in the world, we're gonna have to come together at some kind of level to make this work. Otherwise, we're gonna be in trouble. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833 212 Yes, DZ, I'm honored. It's wonderful. Yeah, to be followed and have people listen and bash you. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That, that means that you are actually a threat. So I guess that matters, I guess. Talk that talk, OGDK. Talk, talk yeah. that talk, OGDK. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm not going down that road. Let them know. Oh, no, nah. absolutely uh, not. Absolutely hey. not. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Well, watch this. They know. That's all that matters. And they, they know they you know. They know. I know. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. We were talking about interracial marriage and whether or not it's cool. The talking text line blew up. Um... Stephen Stevens said, by codify, I don't mean amendment to the Constitution. I mean a bill uh, enacted by Congress and signed by POTUS. But that's what the act is. And so I just find it interesting that, um, I mean, I think some things need to be in the Constitution, but... um, I feel you. I feel you. I think I think it's unfortunate that some people are so narrow-minded that any mention of anything the assumption is made of who you are and what you are and what you believe without ever knowing you. And I think it's idiotic and it's unfortunate. Because there are some things about the black community that need to be addressed. Um, but the broader society ought to be concerned about everything and everybody. So I find it interesting that, that many times no one in majority America cares about black people until an election comes around. Or they're throwing some type of value to try to make themselves look better than black people. I can actually be pro black and anything else if I want to be. Like why does being pro your race negate it doesn't negate white people by me being pro black any more than you being pro Irish or pro Italian. If you're white, I'm pro Benin, right? Heritage is from Benin, right? African country. Sure. Why can't I be? Why is that such a negative in America? Why do people get so upset? We didn't create race. You did. We didn't create looking in scripture. In the Christian Bible. To show black people are supposed to be slaves by twisting scripture. You did. Not you particularly, but you figuratively. And instead of apologizing for the idiocy that some of your denominations have done, you just pretend like it didn't happen. So maybe we need to go back. Like, who is it? Germany that does it? And if you spout anything Nazi... It's like a felony. You go to jail. I think that's too far. I think we live in a country that is, I think, the best country in the the world because we have rights, because you have freedoms. May not like it, may not respect it. But there's nothing I can do to change it. And I'm okay with that. And if that's the case, that's when my feet and my pocketbook speak for me. I have friends pretty much of every, look, I'm going to say like white people do. I have friends that are, I have white friends. I also have black friends, Hispanic friends. Asian friends, you you all right over there? Okay. Um, And some of them I look at because of their ethnicity, because of their race, the rich heritage that they have, the rich heritage that they bring to the conversation, the experiences, the perspective. I embrace it. I don't try to tell us we're all, we're all American. There's only one. Yeah, we already know that. If you can spout being Italian, I can spout being black. Like, why why is that a case? Like, why is that a problem? And if you're never going to live in the city, if you're never going to move around people, why do you care? I care because God said, love everybody. Pray for those who spitefully use you. And so that's what you do. And contrary to popular belief, that ain't always white people. It can be black people, Hispanic people, Asian. Like, that we, we, got, we have phenomenally beautiful, wonderful, gracious people in America. And we got some bad ones, too. All race, all gender. So one thing I learned this weekend from reading is one thing I have to do. Even, even when I started this radio show, one of the things I have to do, I have to listen more. I have to learn how to listen to people and hear and understand exactly what they're saying. Stephen said, by codify, I didn't mean an amendment to the Constitution. I meant a bill enacted by Congress and signed by POTUS. And so, of course, I looked up codify and he's... He or she, I don't know who it is, but they're absolutely right. Mr. Mediz say all races stick together. Soon we try to. They divide us facts. Well, do they really divide us? Do they do they really divide us? I think the world has become a class issue And a caste issue, not race. I think race is easy and it gets people emotional. But what it really comes down to is class, C-L-A-S-S, and caste, C-A-S-T-E. If you don't make enough money to do certain things, certain things are not going to come to you. Certain access to people, places, things, education. Homes are not going to come to you. That's why the fight is always over money. Because if a community becomes economically viable, they don't need you. If the community is economically viable, they can petition the state and become their own village and secede from a city and run their own business and you lose. So it, it, it wasn't accidental that highways went through cities and towns got burned down and 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 villages bombed and raided. That wasn't accidental. Because people understood for millennia, if you become financially independent. You don't need people. If you become financially independent, you can do whatever you want to do. In America, And I think that's where the fear comes from. I think that's where the fear of people who don't look like me are afraid of me. And granted, that's true in the black community as well, because many black people with many times are afraid of people without. The unfortunate thing is many times the people without
0: give you a reason to be. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven 212 1017 is the number. and Not Real says because white people know that one day their chickens will come home to roost and pro-black people are a reminder of that. Black people are the poorest people in this country, he went on to say. Black people are the poorest people in this country, so even if the oppression is lifted, is shifted to classism the blacks will still be on the bottom well yes and no i think that we can disconnect and create our own levels of we black people have classism in and of themselves let's let's just be real there's classism and there's sexism And there's um, economic disparities within the black community. There are a good number of black people that are middle class, upper middle class, and upper class. Let's just be real. I I try not to, no, I'm not going to try. I don't compare myself to white people's wealth because I'm not really concerned about theirs. I'm trying to take care of mine. So, if you need help, if it's a, um, you know, taking care of the community piece or helping people that are in poverty, that's one thing. But after that, family's number one. Become independently wealthy, pass it on for generations. That's it. So I don't understand this. Compare. I don't care comparing yourself to the majority. I just don't care. Why do we do that? I don't understand that. There's always a disparity because we compare ourselves to white people. There are some disparities white people have that I don't want. There are some disparities black people have that I don't want. But we have to at least be clear about it. We have to at least be honest about it. Being wealthy is not a bad thing. Money is not a bad thing. What you do with the money can be a bad thing. And going back to something somebody said about a higher standard, there's no higher standard. There's only one standard. You either meet it or you don't meet it. But you're not held to a higher standard. There's no higher law, right? Homicide is homicide. You're not held to a higher. If, if you're held to a standard, the standard would be that you wouldn't necessarily do it if in a certain occupation as often as somebody else. But it happens. Police officers commit homicide. And they're not supposed to. They just don't do it as often as the general public. That's the standard. Doctors whole life as being precious some don't some kill people but by and large more doctors hold life precious than the average person because they're supposed to but there's I don't hold them to an to a, to a untenable you know perfection that they can't like, it's, it's just, it just can't happen and I think the expectations we put on people are too much. People are human, and I'm not using that as an excuse. I'm using it as a, as a perception so that I understand when people do do things wrong or do things bad, there's a difference between doing it intentionally and making a mistake. That's all. Talk at text sign. Are you doing the, I don't know, the WB, it's the Wisconsin Broadcast Association debate. Yes, I am. It's already been reported. I'm doing the debate. I'm, I'm uh, one of the panelists for the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. Sure. And that's pretty much all I'll say about it. And hope you watch and hope everything goes great. Uh, Emmett Not Real says class and wealth are all measured by white money. <clears throat> what exactly is white money? I think it's compared. You're right. In that instance, I, I guess you're right, but I think it's people, not white money. There has There isn't a black richest man or woman, and then a white richest Chinese, it's simply the richest. Well... I think if you ask somebody Hispanic, I think they would be able to tell you that they take great pride in a person that might be considered the richest Hispanic person in America. Would you say that is true? Is there anything wrong with that? I say no. Who's the richest black person in America? Is it still Robert F. Smith? So I'm I'm not. I take pride in that. That means that if you can do it, I can do it. It means if I can do it, somebody else can do it. Like that's that's motivation. Kanye West can't be the richest black man in America. Nah. <laughs> Are you looking it up?
0: Yeah.
1: Richest black person in America. It's got to be somewhere between Robert F. Smith and Oprah Winfrey. Who? Okay. Nope. This is May 27th, 2022. Aliko Dangote is the richest black billionaire with a net worth of $14 billion. But is he even in America? Right. That's probably the world. That's probably the world. 614 billionaires in the United States and only seven of them are black. Number 16, Tyler Perry. Jay-Z, Kanye West, Michael Jordan, Oprah Winfrey, number three. Number two, David Stewart built his fortune running an IT service provider that counts uh, City, Verizon, and the federal government as clients. And number one is the guy that I thought it was, investor Robert F. Smith, the richest black man in the country worth $5.2 billion, and his source of wealth is private equity. Cornell graduate, whoop, whoop. And former Goldman Sachs executive built his multi-billion dollar fortune running private equity from Vista Equity Partners. Became the first African-American to sign the giving pledge in 2017, an invitation only alliance of billionaires who've pledged to give away the majority of their fortunes. He announced a $34 million gift to pay off student loans at Morehouse College in 2019 while speaking during the Historically Black College's graduation ceremony, later expanded the gift to cover the graduate's parents' educational debt. That's a billionaire. And so when we say black people aren't doing it, or we don't have an example of how to do it, we do and Kanye West does not have 5 or $6 billion. Kanye West will not. I don't think Kanye West is worth $6 billion. That's a bit much. Let me go back through here and see. Doo, 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 doo. Kanye is at $1.3 Jay Z is worth a billion. And Tyler Perry's worth a billion. I think Oprah's worth three billion. Michael Jordan, 1.6. Oprah, 2.5. So I get it. I mean, I understand. I think it's the, it's crazy that the four of 10 richest black people in America are artists. Two out of 10 are entertainers. And one is an athlete turned shoe mogul. Correct. Because those are the only places that they will let us. But I'm glad to know the richest man invested his money so it can be done and contrary to popular belief oprah winfrey had to invest her money so that all of them so it can be done and in future shows and future weeks and future months we're going to be talking about that as we lead up to black history month the greatness of black people now that's a list that's a new list we can use for Black History Month. Not to negate those that have brought us where we are, but to show younger generations that there are great black people with us here today. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We're live from the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City. Make sure you listen to us on the Truth app or at 1017thetruth.com. Never miss a show. You can stream us On multiple platforms, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Tory Lowe shows up next. Make sure you hang out with us. I'll be back around midnight again around 5 a.m. in the morning. And you will talk to and see the greatest number one morning show in the state of Wisconsin. MK in the Morning with Mel and DZ. God bless. Take care. See you in 22.